Welcome to WWE Talking Trash with your host, the outlaw Michael Tomsick. And the co-host, Whispering Eagle. All right, this is take two, you guys. We had take one a few minutes ago. Okay, got to kind of recap from take one. We had a small interruption because Whispering Eagle here got moved. If you guys didn't know, he was in Cox Hospital, got moved to a, a different facility. Had one of the nurses that had to come in and talk to him here about his future plans. But we'll say this again in take two. Uh, you guys that have all asked me about Whispering Eagle and Lonnie here, um, I appreciate it. He is doing better. He's working on antibiotics. It looks like uh, from what the young lady just told us that he'll probably be moving to a therapy place uh, sometime this week. And that's all good. So you yeah. guys kept saying your prayers and stuff like that. And it's really awesome. So I'm going to kick off with take two again and talk about what I was talking about in take one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Monday Night Raw has been getting these terrible ratings, Whispering Eagle. Yeah. And there was an article that I posted in our Facebook group. It is Outlaw WWE Talking Trash. You guys are more than welcome to join. And also, before I get going too fast, I forgot. Um, we've reached a record of 19,200 subscribers and fans, over 3,000 clicks per show. So I want to say thank you to everyone that is listening to us all over the Internet, listening to our podcasts and reading our blogs. That's another thing. Uh, you guys can go to my webpage, www.mtomsick.com. is M-T-O-M-S-I-K.com. I do have, I put out a blog on the odds for extreme rules. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. But I wanted to, once again, kind of touch the subject about the ratings on Raw. So what we have, saw happen on Monday Night Raw, we saw Roman Reigns and the Usos, the bloodline, come over onto Raw. Raw did this because Raw is not only fighting NFL, but they're fighting... Uh, AEW, they're fighting some other outside organizations. They're find, fighting their own people. On fighting their own people. Smackdown. And, and you mentioned this too on NXT. You were saying you were watching yeah. NXT and it was better than yeah. Monday Night Raw. You know, and so we might have to start talking about some NXT yeah. here pretty soon on our, our I mean, podcast. They just got a brand new champion, you know. Uh, Small Joe had to give up his because he was, he was badly injured, so he had to give up his yeah, I read it's some of the articles. I, I have been posting. I don't mind if you guys post about NXT as long as... I, I don't really mind some of the AEW. I, I myself, I post on our Facebook group a lot. So if you guys come on there, you guys will see me. I'm constantly posting stories and stuff on there and stuff I think we'll talk about on the show. But what I thought was interesting about this whole dynamic is, and I'll go into it again. So WWE has announced, officially announced the draft to start October 1st. But in the article that I read and that was posted and I posted in our group was that they might disband the brands again so we wouldn't have a blue brand and a red brand anymore, which I actually think would be a good thing. But it kind of negates having a draft, don't you think? Yeah, it does. But you know what I'm also wondering is uh, if they do that, then they'll have to start getting rid of more wrestlers because they won't have enough room to put them anywhere, you know? Well, you got to wonder about that, too. I don't know if WWE really can afford to release anymore. They they really, if you guys look at the WWE roster right now, you're really, if you look at Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, and I don't know about NXT, but um, if you look at those two brands right now, I mean, the roster is so small. Yeah. I mean, there are only... You're wondering why you're seeing, like, the New Day all the time. You're wondering why you're seeing, like, Drew McIntyre. You're wondering why you're seeing Sheamus. 
You're wondering why you're seeing Damian Priest. You're wondering why you're seeing Roman Reigns and the Usos all the time. You're wondering why you're seeing Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. I mean, you know, why aren't you seeing some of the other people like Cesaro and Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, you know, why, you know, like over on Raw, why aren't we seeing like T-Bar and Mace? Why are we just seeing like Lashley and, you know, and, and what I'm going to tell you is because they have really whittled down yeah. the rosters on both shows. They got rid of their most expensive wrestlers, so means that they got rid of their most expensive wrestlers. That means they got rid of a lot of wrestlers that they needed, you know, uh, like Braun Strowman. People actually came, paid to come and see him because he was the monster among men. They always, everybody likes the monsters, you know, but... I just don't know. I, I don't agree. I I kind of agree with it, but then again, I, I don't because I do kind of like having the SmackDown, uh, you know, brand, but the Raw was the original kicker, uh, you know, to kick it all think, off. And, yeah, I don't think they'll ever really get rid of Raw because Raw's yeah. been around for such Well, SmackDown's been around a long time too, but yeah. the thing about what I'm saying though is, is like, and we're gonna next Wednesday, you guys, we'll be talking about the draft. So next Wednesday show will be completely about the draft and of course the results of Extreme Rules, so like that, which we will talk about some of these matches. Extreme Rules. So anyway, uh, sorry about that, you guys. I had a phone call there, and uh, Extreme Rules is coming up. Uh, this Sunday on the 26th there have not a lot of matches been really made for this but I guess I'm going to jump because we've been throwing all off today so I'm going to talk about like what's going to happen in Extreme Rules so Finn Balor as the Demon versus uh, Roman Reigns there was supposedly a stipulation added to the match but nobody knows what this stipulation is because in all the articles and news feeds that I have posted not one of them and even myself have looked even on the WWE website, has not listed what the stipulation is. They, they, uh, the only thing I know is last night, whenever I was watching Raw, uh, Monday night when I was watching Raw, it said uh, uh, the Demon versus Roman Reigns uh, in an Extreme Rules match. So. Yeah, it said Extreme yeah, Rules, but they don't they didn't, tell you what the stipulation is. I guess it's going to be a surprise until Sunday. I know? think this Friday Night SmackDown we'll probably yeah. find out. So if you guys watch Friday Night SmackDown, uh, just let you guys know, I'm able to watch Friday Night SmackDown now, so that's, that's really awesome. So I usually am posting in the group, so it's a good time if you guys want to join the group or come into the group. Uh, Sometimes he even nights. runs a live live chat during yeah, the Yeah, I, I like to run too. live chat, too, if you guys want to talk about it and gives us thoughts and ideas what we want to talk about on the podcast too and keep you guys interested and up to date with what I'm running. So uh, not knowing the stipulation of this match, Whispering Eagle, at this particular time not going into Friday Night Smackdown do you think, I'm going to ask you two questions first of all, who your pick would be between Roman Reigns and Finn Balor secondly, do you think Braun Strowman will have any Impact on Friday Night SmackDown or at Extreme Rules? Or you mean Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, I did say Braun Strowman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, well, he, I brought up Braun Strowman. He was one of my Strowman favorites, to too. So. Yeah, but, uh, yeah he, uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I hope I hope he does. I really do because I like Brock Lesnar. I've always liked Brock Lesnar. Uh, but I hope that uh, I'm hoping Finn Balor beats beats uh, Roman Reigns. But the hope the hope is all I got there. You know, I ain't got no real thinking of truth that he that the truth. I mean, look look at look at. Braun, look at uh, he got good doing it. Look at uh, Roman Reigns compared to the Demon. I mean, the Demon's a little, little guy who's muscular, but uh, Roman Reigns is a big guy who's muscular. You know, and I always, you know, even though the underdog, right, you know, or where the underdogs go, you know, they just uh, we have uh, the bigger guys that that, that should win, but. You know, that's kind of weird, you know. But. All right, well, that was one thing about I liked about Monday Night Raw, actually. You got Roman Reigns in there. You mm -hmm. had uh, Bobby Lashley, and you had Big E. So yeah. you had all big guys in this triple threat match on Monday Night Raw. I thought that was really a uh, way to go. If I were to guess the stipulation for Sunday Extreme Rules, which I'm hoping they will announce on Friday Night SmackDown, I would put it as a no-DQ match. Yeah. Um but if you do that, then the, then the Usos can come in and... The, I, I think the Usos are going to have... We'll talk about that match next because Usos are going to have their own problems with the Street Profits, yeah. I think. As far as Roman Reigns goes, I'm, I'm going to go on this podcast and say I don't like the character of Roman Reigns. I've said this multiple times on our podcast. I don't like the whole Tribal Chief pro, uh, character, the development of it. I just don't like it. But... Roman Reigns right now is on fire. There is yeah. no doubt in my mind. He is the top WWE superstar. Yeah. Hands down. You can argue with me. I'm not saying this. You guys and, and can it, listen back to the podcast. I am not a big fan of Roman Reigns. It's also wussified uh, Paul Heyman, too. You know, Paul Heyman used to be, when he was with Brock Lesnar, he was tough. You know, Brock Lesnar, I'm the advocate for the world champion Brock Lesnar. Now he's like, I, I, I bow to you, my my head of the table, my my tribal chief. Come on, you know, have, get some testicular fortitude, brother. You know, <laughs> yeah, <Paul laughs> do Hyman's something besides bow down to your tribal chief. I mean, so on my pick, I used to have some respect for him. Let's yeah. just say that. So your your pick for Extreme Rules then is your 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 hope is Finn Balor. Yeah, but, but your pick is I Roman pick Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah. I I think I'm gonna have to roll with Roman Reigns too. And there's I I have a different reasoning for my pick of Roman Reigns at this point though. My reasoning is because they seem to have Roman Reigns matches set up in the future. So. Like I said, Roman Reigns is just on fire right now. I mean, he really is. The thing is that they've already got him set up for Finn Balor. Yeah. If Let's just say, I don't think he's going to lose to Finn Balor because they got him up against Brock Lesnar next at Crown Jewel in October. Yeah. Then the rumor is uh, the next event, I think, is SummerSlam, I believe. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's SummerSlam or Champion, whichever whichever one comes next on the WWE. Oh, mean on a pay-per-view? Pay-per-view. That would probably be... Uh, <laughs> um, survival Series. Yeah, Survivor Series. You're correct. So they already are touting Big E versus Roman Reigns yeah. in that. So it seems like they have this path set out for Roman Reigns. So one of the things I want to really discuss before we discuss some other matches 
Roman Reigns, like I said, is on fire. He, I mean, you've got to congratulate Roman Reigns. From the outlaw Michael Tomsick to Roman Reigns, congratulations. I mean, you are totally on fire, even though I don't like your character and everything like that. i got to give it to you. You've, you've beaten almost everybody in the WWE at this point. You're there. You're, you come out every week. You wrestle. You don't complain like Brock Lesnar did, you know, like Skip weeks where you don't see him. Roman Reigns has been there. He's defended his title. He's He's been on the show. Now he's even going over to Raw. I mean, so you got to really, I mean, you got to really think about this. But here's what I really want to talk about and, and a future thing for to think about. At some point, Roman Reigns is going to lose this title. Right. I mean, I don't know when exactly. So my first question is, who do you think will take the title? Secondly, where do you think he'll lose it? The third question is, what do you think will happen to Roman Reigns after he loses it? I think Roman Reigns will probably go, they'll probably bring him to the Raw brand, maybe, uh, if he loses it before the draft. Uh, but he'll stay over, you know, if they if they keep the uh, brands, he'll be stay over in the SmackDown brand if he, if he retains. But I think, I think, I don't think Finn Balor will beat him for the title. I think they're saving that for Brock Lesnar. But then again, Brock Lesnar's contract only has him as a part-time wrestler, you know, kind of like Edge is right now. That's why Edge didn't win the title. He's a part-time wrestler. That's why he got injured, you know, the other night. Because he's, you know, that's what they do for part-time wrestlers that don't want to wrestle all the time. So they get in, act like they're injured real bad, and then they recuperate and then they come back and wrestle some more, you know, so. Yeah, it's kind of like a like, Kind of like MVP right now. Uh, MVP is supposed to undergo some more surgeries uh, while he's out, you know. They, they say Randy Orton injured him. Well, that's that's a ploy for him. I need more surgery. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's why he ain't, why he ain't with that Lashley right now is because he's, he's injured. Well, here's my top picks and here's what I think. I think, I don't, I'm, I don't want to overlook Finn Balor, yeah. but I don't think it's going to be Finn Balor. If I put odds on anybody beating Roman Reigns at this at this time, I would put Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel, and I would put Big E at Survivor Series. I think what the WWE world really wants right now is they want The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, versus the Roman Reigns. Yeah. And I think that is where Roman Reigns probably, if they can get this match set up, I don't even know if The Rock has any interest in this match because all his movies and everything like that. Yeah, well, you know. But because he's of that Samoan bloodline, too. Yeah, he's yeah, he's cousins to him, yeah. You know, I, I think that is where the WWE and fans really want to see it go. And I think that would be the push to keep Roman Reigns champion until they can determine if that, that can happen. If yeah. that cannot happen at some point in time, Roman Reigns is going to lose the lose the title and I think they're going to have to really be creative of how they write Roman Reigns at that time whether he be on Raw whether he be on Smackdown is going to be interesting because what I have noticed and I noticed this really with Drew McIntyre like once Drew McIntyre lost the title and he lost that match the last two where he couldn't go after the title while actually yeah. had the title you know you saw a different Drew McIntyre and I could say the same with Roman Reigns. I mean, if Roman Reigns loses the titles, yeah, he could still be the tribal chief and yeah. he could still have the bloodline. Yeah. You know, but he's going to want to be right in that hunt. You know, and and my odds, there, there's, 
you know, there's another name that is out there that I don't know why Seth Rollins right now is another name I would throw out there because, you know, him and Seth Rollins have issues and don't have issues. They were yeah. together in the Shield. Seth Rollins turned on him. You know, uh, Roman Reigns came back where, where uh, Dean Ambrose was still in the, or John Moxley, what he calls himself yeah. now, was still in the WWE. So they had a whole thing going on between them. You know, and the thing about Seth Rollins, he, he could step in there, Roman Reigns, but he's got this obsession with Edge right now. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he even said, well, if you ain't coming, then I'm coming to you, you know, or something like that. I'm like, oh, oh my God, this is starting to get pretty, that's starting to get pretty intense. I, I, I actually, right now, Rollins is one of my favorites right now. Uh, the, the whole, that whole scenario is one of my favorite. I actually like it because they, they, they're, they're doing what the old, like the old four horsemen used to do. So you ain't you, you ain't coming to us for, uh, to give us a title shot, then we'll come to you and force you to give us one, you yeah. know. And so, well, this is another yeah, thing. I'm starting to really like that one. But. Well, I don't know if Edge with uh, I don't know how accurate or partly his injury is. I mean, he did get stomped. I mean, it is a fact that he does have a surgically repaired yeah. neck. He may not be able to wrestle. I kind of think at this point Seth Rollins is is burning bridges. I think he needs to turn around and focus his more focuses. His dart at Roman Reigns are at Biggie, and this is another really weird thing too. As we talked about in the last podcast, technically Big E was on SmackDown, yeah. And I noticed he said something on Monday Night Raw, which leads me to believe he might end up on Monday Night Raw after the draft. Was that this was our show? Well, Big E, it wasn't your show because you were a SmackDown. Yeah. You know, you you came from SmackDown. But you now he's a Raw, but but he is the Raw Heavyweight you're right. Champion. But he was a smack, yeah. you know, technically, he's still he smacked smack down. down. Yeah. You know, I had mentioned this on the podcast last time that most of the titles were on SmackDown yeah. right now. And it, it makes it really interesting with the whole Roman Reigns story. So I, I think, like, with Roman Reigns, we'll have to see where the WWE and creative writing goes. If it was me writing it, though, right now, I probably would have Roman Reigns retained all the way to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, and I would put him in some more interesting matches. Yeah, but I wouldn't. But, but every match that he wrestles, I wouldn't have him winning. You know, because that's just gonna piss people off. People's gonna quit watching. Cause look, look what uh, like Dale Earnhardt. Everybody loved Dale Earnhardt. And Jeff Gordon, him and Bo, him and Jeff Gordon just kept. They both kept winning all the time, and everybody hated Jeff Gordon because he kept beating Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt. Everybody hated Dale Earnhardt. Because you kept beating Jeff Gordon, those were the only two winners in the, in NASCAR for a long time. People start hating somebody who wins constantly, you know. So, you know, I don't know. We we would just have to uh, see what goes on there. Uh, I really don't would not want him. I I don't mind him like winning every pay per view, but like you know, if he's going to be on TV. Maybe lose let a him lose a, yeah, match, let lose a match, you know, because then, then that builds kind of up, builds a character, builds the character of the match. If you don't build character of the match, you know, then you might as well just give up because people are used to seeing him do certain, do other moves, do all of his moves, 
and winning, you know. And I'd like to see him do all of his moves and lose, you know. Like if he Superman punched, he Superman punches and the guy just stands there and looks at him, you know. I'd like to see that. But, you know, because there is, like Hulk Hogan would have done that back in the day. If he come up Superman, Superman punched him, he starts shaking, you know. Yeah. Hogan. So I'd like to no, see. I, I, yeah, I agree with you there. So, that, so they can build their character up and build the character of the match, not just the characters. But the character of the match, because the match is a character too. You know, you got to write the write the match, and the match, if it, if it's if he's winning all the time, it ain't gonna be no fun. You yeah, know? you're kind of almost at that point. What you're saying with Roman Reigns, you're almost at that point right now because he's won, like you know, and he brags about it too that he's yeah. won all of his matches. Now I did notice, like in this triple threat match with Big E and Bobby Lashley, though he got pretty lucky into that match yeah. there winning. But you're you're absolutely right. I think Roman Reigns does need to lose. Maybe not lose the title, but maybe lose a, an actual match. Yeah, make him humble. Like like a, the Iron Sheik always says, you know, after he retired, I will make you humble, boy. You know, <laughs> like he said, and he said other words, but I can't say them on the show. But, but yeah, he, he was, I mean, he'd get downright vile, you know, but he'd say, I'll make you humble, you know. If he didn't like you, he goes, I will make you humble like that, you know, but yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see what WWE does with Roman Reigns at this point, like I said, because... Yeah, just humble you know, him a little bit, you know. Don't make his head so big that it ain't going to fit a hat, That's part of the reason why I don't like his character right now. I feel it's at that point. He's just... just yeah. It's too much, too it's much. It's like his, he's trying to fit a 40-gallon head into a 10-gallon hat. Yeah, exactly. And, Nobody's going. Nobody cares anymore, or they're not going to care no more. They're getting tired of seeing him. You know, uh, I think that is the case because he still gets. I mean, he still gets a pretty good crowd going and the booze yeah. and stuff like that. But at some point, I think Roman Reigns has got to get tired of. I, I don't know. If I was an entertainer, I realized if I was going to play a heel, after a while, I would just get tired of the booze and the yeah like that. And I would want something different. I mean, yeah, even John Cena as as a, as a face. He got booze, but he always said, "Yeah, I, I love my haters, and I love my haters too." You know, I love. Yeah, John Cena was a little bit different than Roman Reigns. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he he kind of like had some. I mean, if you compare those two, and and that's a, I don't even know if we're gonna see John Cena in the WWE again, or we might just be done with that too. Yeah, because I think all of his shows are over. With, yeah, man. I know he only. Had like a contract up to like I think last time I told you like one after the last paper. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some more matches for Extreme Rules. Let's, since we're on SmackDown, we'll talk about the next one. The Usos versus the Street Profits. I'm going to go for the underdogs. The Street Profits take the titles. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there 100%. Those boys have their have the Usos number. I mean, they, they, they're they a damn good wrestling, organiz, uh, wrestling team. And uh, they know each other like, just like the Usos do. They hang around each other. They do commercials with each other. They, they're just like family. So I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. I think that they'll, the street profits will probably take the titles. Yeah, I think it is time. You know, even though I, I think if Roman Reigns gonna retain, you probably will see the Usos retain as well. But, I mean, if you're gonna keep the bloodline going, but to make things more interesting, if the Usos did lose the titles. Then at least you could build up like a rematch. Yeah. Put some other teams in here. There's a lot of other teams I'd like to see in the mix. 
I'm not seeing Otis and Chad Gable, one team yeah. I like to see. I'd like to see them go up against the Usos. Right. And I'd like yeah. to see uh, uh, a couple other of the group of the team. Uh, uh, oh, the Rude and uh, uh, Dolph Robert Ziggler. Rude and yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I mean, and there's. But they're there's, but they're on, they're on Raw. If you're gonna yeah. no, they're on SmackDown. No, if, if we are gonna mix stuff up, there's a couple tag teams. Let's say. Versus the Usos. Yeah, yeah. You know what about the Viking Raiders versus the yeah. Usos? You know, I bet we haven't seen nothing from the Viking Raiders in a long you know, time. Yeah. What about like uh, I'm trying to think of someone else I could think. Oh, T Bar and Mace. Yeah. You know. Yeah, what those guys the, are really. You know, those guys are actually talented. People don't. You know, I don't think WWE WWE sees it right now, or Vince McMahon won't allow it. But those guys have some talent. I think they're pretty good wrestlers, you know. Yeah, and you're just not, you know, the thing about it is if we're going to cross brands, you know, I realize you have tag team titles that Randy Orton and Matt Riddle hold right now on Raw. We'll talk about that here. We'll get to Raw. But say if you're going to mix up the draft, you're going to mix up brands, let's let's mix some stuff up, you yeah. know. I mean, I could write some really creative stuff. Yeah. Bring in some teams, you know. Well, right now, I would write Dominic beating the crap out of his dad, you know. You know, I asked, I discussed that with one of our members on our uh, our Facebook group a couple weeks ago. And a lot of the people that I discussed that with really didn't want that to happen. But I think you're right. I think it needs to happen. Yeah. Because um, Dominic is getting sick and tired of him coming out on his on his matches, you know, and he wants to have his own way of doing things, and I, I and I I kind of agree with him there, but you got to remember, Ray's Ray's a daddy, Ray's his daddy, and is and he's also his trainer, and if he's gonna if he's gonna uh, learn anything, he's got to learn you know learn from the best you know? <laughs> or learn from the school of hard knocks. Yeah, well, I, yeah, that's virtually the <laughs> way Ray did it. You know, Ray took on some of the biggest guys in pro wrestling and won titles. You know, you now so. I, I I love Ray Mysterio, I really do, and yeah. it's not that I dislike Dominic, but Dominic just doesn't do it like Ray did it for me. I, right, I, yeah. I like I like Dominic as an entertainer. I like him as. Ray's son. I like him as a person, but as a fan, I'm not a Dominic fan. Well, what they should they should have done instead of brought him directly into Raw is Smack they should have put him on the NXT brand and then brought him into Raw. You know, uh, let him learn learn in NXT. Get yeah, better. I could see him in NXT. That'd probably be a good thing. And uh, because because right now he. Didn't, like you, he doesn't do it for me. But I, I, but this storyline that they're writing for this, I mean, the thing about it, Dominic, starting to get come to a head. I think, and yeah. I, that that's where it needs to go. Right. Well, Dominic, it. the thing about him is, I'm not a Dominic fan right now. But right. when he wrestles, I want to cheer for him to win. Yeah. I want him to win, you know, and I want him to do well. But I, just something about. Maybe the way the storyline's being written, the way they're developing his character, well, like or whatever name, it does, it's just not doing it for me. Like the the, the Irishman that he's been wrestling here lately. Um, oh, uh, Ko's best friend, oh, Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn. Whenever he the other night he goes, Ray, he is not ready, not for that squared circle, not for Raw. He's not ready for Raw. He he, he just got out of wrestling school and right into right into the ring. He ain't really really uh, earned his 
is the Bones yet, you know? Just letting you know, Dominic's on SmackDown, though. Oh, okay, it's SmackDown. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. We're, we're, we get errors. We uh, correct each other all I'm, the time. I'm still... So, kind of out of it. I out know. of it. It's, it's, it's the infection, folks. It's the infection. <laughs> it's the infection. The infection is melting my mind. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we're going crazy I shouldn't, here. I shouldn't laugh about it. I know. We don't want it to. It could have because it was, <laughs> it was literally melting my lower extremities wow. for real. So. Well, we don't want but you to yeah. We want you to be a little crazy, but we want to be the right kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, I've always been a little bit crazy myself. I got my month mixed up yesterday. I thought that was going to come unglued on me. I said it was August instead of September. Oh, I was like, oh God, no. They're going to think I had a stroke or something, but I'm going to be in here forever. But, well, let's uh, talk about the next, next uh, what's is really interesting that uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. And this, I, I do like how they've been kind of going along. I don't like the heel change in Becky Lynch. Now, though, go ahead. Though, it is kind of getting interesting. Yeah. The other night when they when they went to uh, Knoxville, uh, to the hometown of Bianca Belair, Bianca made it made a uh, speech and said that her daddy did. Your daddy told her one thing in life: if somebody starts something with you, you finish it. She let me down the other night because as much as I love uh, the redheaded you know fireball. Yeah, Vicky Lynch. I think she should have just took her and beat the snot out of her. I mean, just literally just beat the snot out of her because she done told done said her dad said, if somebody starts something with you, you finish it. But she started something with her, she should have went out there and grabbed her and I, I beat agree the with snot you because how that ended was terrible for Bianca Belair. Yeah, it made thing. her look weak. You know? it, it made her look bad, and it made her, you know, it, and I'm, maybe they're building, maybe they're building up to the magic streets. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to say Becky Lynch is going to retain. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to say it, but not because I, I think Bianca just owes her a good ass beating. But well, I hope Bianca. Maybe they'll add a stipulation this Friday night to that match. That I want to see some. I want to hear about some more extreme rules matches. <laughs> That's what the show was created for. I mean, years ago. That's why Edge and uh, and uh, Cactus Jack Manson or uh, you know uh, uh, Mankind they went at it uh, in a table a fire table match, and that was called, that was the Extreme Rules because they had ECW at that time. They bought the ECW brand, and. That's what, to me, extreme rules is: baseball bats, you know, with tables, ladders, chairs, to yeah. no countouts, beat balls the crap out of each other. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I think we're going to call this podcast "No Extreme Rules." Yeah, because I so far none of the matches really have any extreme yeah, except, rules. Yeah, uh, except well, except one has, has extreme rules on the mat on the match. So we don't know what the extreme rules be. I mean, to me, this is just like a normal yeah. Monday Night Raw or Friday Night. Smackdown. I'd like to see the stipulation as a hell in a cell. Yeah, I, that would be actually a good idea. Yeah. But um, yeah, we haven't really seen none of the matches really have any extreme rules. The only one right now that we know that has an added stipulation was Roman Reigns Finn Balor. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, with 
with that being said, I, I, I hope Naomi. I want to talk about yeah. Naomi. So in this mix between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, yeah. Naomi went up to Sonya Deville on SmackDown. Yeah. And there was a blog that they find her. Find Naomi. But on Monday Night Raw, it was okay for Big E and Lashley to approach Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville and not get fined. Yeah. And they, I mean, Naomi did not touch Sonya Deville. No. She only got in her face. Yeah. Just like Bobby Lashley and and uh, Big E did with Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville on Raw. But Big E wasn't fined. Bobby Lashley wasn't fined. So why is it, remember, I have to ask you, why is it that Naomi is getting fined and not Big E? Remember we talked about uh, that... Uh, 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 what's that? What's the female uh, general manager's name? Uh, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. She was wanting to get do some wrestling and get back in the ring and do some wrestling at one time. You reckon this is a way that Sonya and uh, and uh, Naomi could uh, be working up to a match together? Extreme rules. We might find that out this Friday yeah. night. That's actually a good prediction. Yeah. I, I would tell you something that right now I, I really didn't like the fact that they find Naomi and did not find Big E and Lashley. Yeah. So this is what I, I'm going to call Naomi out on our podcast here. Naomi, this is advice from the outlaw Michael Tomsick. So I've been looking for a rebel person. I've been looking for a person that's not afraid to go outside the box, not afraid if they're going to find you, suspend you, do whatever they're going to do. Either take Sonya Deville out or get involved and do something to Becky yeah. Lynch or do something to Bianca Belair. What I'm telling you, Naomi, is do something. Yeah. Don't talk about it no more. Don't just go do it. Yeah. You know, back in the day with Shawn Michaels, whenever, uh, what's his name, uh, Kali, you know, they, they when Shawn Michaels was supposed to take on Kali, Shawn Michaels got beat up out in a stairway. Nobody knew who did it, but it turned out to be Kali. Kali made a match happen from that, you know. That's what we need to do is have more people jumping each other in the back area. Back whenever we used, I used to pay, used to role play. We used to, we used to beat the crap out of each other backstage, you know. And then, and when we got in the ring, that was more for our talking. But uh, we would beat the crap out of each other backstage. And whenever we had extreme rules matches for role playing, we literally beat the crap out of each other in our words, you know. And and. WWE, I think, used to use our role plays sometimes, you know, but I wish they would listen to me and Michael Thompson, which I think they have been here lately because a lot of stuff that we've been telling you and we never read, we didn't read it anywhere else. We made these predictions ourselves and they have come true. So, yeah, the only thing we do is we, I mean, we follow the media and the stories and stuff like that, but every time, this is all original stuff from us. Yeah. You guys are listening to our podcast. Our predictions and what we're talking about is all our opinions. And what and we would like to have happen. What we like to happen. Is, and, and that's what, what WWE so far, we've found that pretty much 85% of what, we, what we've Yep. And I'm going to say it again, is, WWE start writing yep. a check to the yep. outlaw Michael Thompson and Whispering Eagle Lonnie Willis. I want $1,000 for every percent of what we <laughs> what, of our reality, so I want $85,000 in my hand by next week. <laughs> Good luck with that. You might have to go, I don't know, can't even get you in the ring to wrestle Vince McMahon yeah. right now. Well, I, you can get me in the ring to wrestle my little brother in the <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll have to like get an advocate or something. Yeah. <laughs> Can we pick our advocate? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Lonnie Willis, and I'm the advocate for uh, Andre the Giant. Well, no, he's not alive no more. Uh, uh, Come on, Kali. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We gotta find someone that we yeah. can get a good advocate for yeah. us. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I would step in the ring personally. And one thing I'd like to do is that uh, I was reading that. Uh, Instagram the other day, and I was read Brian, uh, Brian Danielson's uh, uh, Instagram, and he says before my match uh, Wednesday night, and that's tonight. Uh, I want to uh, thank the WWE, yeah, because he's got a big match tonight against the uh, champion Omega. of yeah. uh, AEW. So uh, he says I want to thank uh, a uh, WWE. Man, that boy's got all my respect now for, for doing that because, you know, he's thanking the WWE for giving him all the chances in the world, you know, to make his make his life. And he, and they, I mean, he, he got hurt and he came back and became general manager. Then he became a wrestler again. And now, you know, he finally retired and went back into wrestling with WWE, with AEW. They must have made, made him, whoo. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing about it, that is, I, I saw that article too and I saw it, uh, he did that as well, and I thought that was pretty awesome too. In my book, that puts him up way above a lot of these other wrestlers that are, you know. Yeah. You know, the thing about it is what I'll, I'll say is you had a reason for leaving the WWE. But even if you're in the WWE as a wrestler and entertainer, you still have fans. You have still people who follow you. Yeah. And when you jump brands or, or you jump not just a brand, but you jump an entire company, I mean, some of your fans and stuff are, even though there's, there are dedicated WWE fans out there. Yeah. Even me right now, I like following and seeing what happens to everybody. Yeah, you know. You know, so even though they left and jumped ship, I still like to follow and post the stories about them to see how they are doing. Yeah, even Chris Jericho, uh, Eric Bischoff was on A&E one night. And he, and he sat there and goes, you know, it may not be alive, it, that, the brand may not be alive anymore, but I want to thank you personally for all the chances that you gave me in the WWE for for helping me build my career in the, in the WW, WCW. He goes, I want to thank you for that. And I, I had a lot, a lot of respect for Chris Jericho for that. When you thank thank people for stuff, you're going to get get all the praise in the world from me because, because those guys, you know, they didn't have to hire you. They didn't have to build your character to, to a mountain, you know. And Chris Jericho was a mountain at one time. And, and even though he's kind of retired now you know he he does a commentary on uh, renegade but uh that's on the friday night but but yeah yeah i i just wanted to say say that i really respected daniel bryanson for uh, brian danielson for doing that you know because he he didn't have to he did it anyway you know no, that's that's really awesome i want to kind of get back to our, towards our okay. direction of uh smackdown there's not really a lot of matches right now, so some things Friday, I expect. Friday night, uh, the oh, what is it? The Intercontinental Championship is up for grabs. Yes, and I I am predicting that Apollo takes it back. Yeah, and I actually hope Apollo takes it back. And you know what? I really didn't like Apollo as the IC champion only because he used Commander G's to cheat. Yeah. But at least Apollo was throwing the IC and he was defending it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, at least he was doing something. You know, and, and ever since Nakamura's had it, I just, I, you know, his friend 
booze or box yeah. or whatever his name is coming out wrestling and stuff like and that. And he's actually doing something himself. You know, he's he's, he's beat Dolph Ziggler twice, and he's beat Rude. So I'd like yeah. to see him go after that. Yeah, maybe maybe him go after the title. Maybe yeah. a, a tag team match with Jeez uh, and Apollo and yeah. Nakamura. I hope they don't do that. I hope maybe it's just Apollo and Nakamura. My prediction is Apollo walks away with the title on yeah. Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah, especially with Aziz, you know. Yeah, Aziz there. Uh, a few other predictions I have for Friday Night SmackDown is uh, I want to talk about a situation that we haven't really discussed much. Kevin Owens, Happy Corbin now, and what's his name? Uh, Paul. What, yeah, that boxer. Uh, what's his name? I, I mean, forgot, but I just... <laughs> That's terrible that I just yeah you, you can you can tell how much we like him by us not remembering his name because he's kind of not really relevant <laughs> to relevant. us. Anyway, uh, uh, I was thinking maybe they were headed towards a match with uh, Kevin Owens and God, now I'm gonna have to remember his name. Um, oh, Logan Paul, Paul yeah, Logan. Logan Paul, yeah. Um, so I was thinking maybe they were going to head to a match with maybe Kevin Owens and Paul Logan. Yeah. Because Paul Logan's been making some appearances on SmackDown, and he's had some issues. Obviously, Kevin Owens does not like Paul Logan. Yeah. Logan. I do foresee a match with Kevin Owens and yeah. Baron Corbin. Yeah. Maybe Friday Night SmackDown. Maybe they'll add that match to Extreme Rules. We'll have to wait till Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah. Um, that would be about all I could say about SmackDown at this time. So the rest of the show, we need to talk about a few of the matches uh, coming from uh, Raw. Raw. So we have um, not seen the Raw tag team titles at this point was not announced to be on Extreme Rules no, as defended. I haven't heard anything about it either. Um, so we'll talk about the U.S. Championship on Monday Night Raw. It was made into a triple threat match. Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, and Damian Priest. Who's your pick in the triple threat Damian match? Damian Priest. I, Good. I'm gonna go for a shocker here, guys. I'm gonna say Jeff Hardy Jeff walks Hardy. away. I, well, yeah, I think he. I think yeah, I think I, I can see him making one more run before he retires. You know, well, he, I don't know if he's gonna retire, but but he said you know like the other day he tried to get try to do a retirement match. You know, and he and he won, of course. But because if he said if he could beat this guy, he he would have gone. You know, he would retire, but he didn't. You know, he he won him. But uh, yeah, I think I think one more run as a, as a title holder, he he would be uh, be up for that for a little while. But well, the thing about with Jeff Hardy is is he's just like this really interesting person on Raw that could have the U.S. title. And the reason I want to pick Jeff Hardy is because also I saw a story that he wanted to bring out his Willow character again. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so I think that would be really interesting, and and just imagine, I mean, you could if if somehow Jeff Hardy walked out of Extreme Rules with the title, I mean, you could, you know, you could obviously put Damian Priest back in the Sheamus yeah. back in the mix and stuff like that, and I mean, you have Crown Jewel coming back up, so you could have a rematch. You know, you have three weeks to work, and you could work up a new match, one of those guys against Jeff Hardy. But I think also would provide some of the other talent on Raw a shot at the U.S. title. Yeah. Because that's interesting. Just just for me, I, I'm going to go it's, it's kind of just a, a personal kind of like weird pick for me but I'm going to go Jeff Hardy and you're going to go Damian Priest. I, I, I have to go Damian, uh, Damian Priest because he's young 
and he wants to keep his title and he just uh, I, I think he just has he, he, I think WWE also wants to keep his push going as much as they can and if he's a champion holder a championship holder That'll just make his push even go go further, you know. Yeah, so. I agree with you that I wouldn't have a problem if Damian Priest does win, um, and and I agree with you. I've stated before I like the way Damian Priest's character is yeah. developing. I like how he's developing. I like how I his remember, fan base. I told is. you at first that I, I thought he was really uh, a slow worker. You know, he was right. You know, he, he was his mic. His mic skill still needs a little bit of help, but but it, he's getting there. You know, he's getting there. I'm I, I'm so. I'm getting a little bit, a lot more respect for him now, but yeah, he's he's getting there. I like him too. I would call myself a fan of Damian Priest. I would also call myself a big fan of, of Jeff Hardy. I'm a big I, fan of Jeff Hardy. I, I, I like Sheamus, but I don't want Sheamus to have the title right at the moment. Because um, he's too much of a wimp. Man, I broke my nose. Shoot, yeah. I've seen, seen guys. <laughs> yeah, he went from really tough guy to whiny guy for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, so that, that'd be kind of interesting. So let's talk about... Uh, another match that uh, could possibly pop up and I'll talk about that one last so we'll talk about a confirmed match right now uh, Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair uh, Alexa Bliss I just, I'll just i say right now Alexa Bliss okay you guys I've been saying it for several podcasts now I'm put burger and fries on the line with Lonnie here I'm going Alexa Bliss, and the doll ends up with a title belt. Yes. Okay, yes. somehow the Lily ends up with the title. I don't know how. I kind of like, you know, I like this thing, how they've been with, I told you last time, I really loved how Charlotte Flair and the last Monday Night Raw played into things. She even yeah. played into it more this time. And they actually bashed each other a little bit, which was kind of hilarious, because Alexa Black bashed her over. And Alexa had a good point, even though Charlotte Flair... I mean, has won the most titles, but that does mean she lost the most titles right. too. And Charlotte Flair had a good point about Alexa Bliss too. Oh well, you're not you're carrying around dolls. You don't even have a title, you know. Yeah, but she's also remember <laughs> like she had a point. Charlotte Flair, she goes well. Uh, speaking of uh, stolen, uh, you know, identity, because you know she says something. Oh, woo. woo, you know, yeah. That's Rick. That's Rick Flair's. You know, that's not hers. She didn't come. She didn't uh, originally bring, make that. originate that. And uh, even Sting, Sting does it, but you know, he he probably changes a lot. He of does it a little bit differently because yeah, he, he, he does a lot louder and, and more of a different style. Yeah, but uh, Rick Flair, you're like woo. Yeah, but, Rick Flair is definitely originally. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I I really hope Alexa Bliss does walk away with the title, and you know so. I, I don't know what else to say. After Alexa Bliss wins the title, what direction would I take Alexa Bliss? Well, then you got to bring some people up against Alexa Bliss. But we'll, we can discuss that after we find out what happens after Extreme Rules. What did you think of Rhea Ripley and Nikki Cross winning the tag team Congratulations, Rhea-ash. All right, that's my name for Rhea-ash. Rhea-ash. Rhea Ripley and, and Ash. They're almost a superhero. So we have Riash now. So. Riash, I like it. We're so, gonna put that on yeah, our, when so. our. We'll put that on our group. So we'll so, hashtag it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. They won. Now my question is, I don't know if they'll get an Extreme Rules match, um, but who, if they do get an Extreme Rules match this Friday night on SmackDown, who do you think it should be? 
Well, they'd almost have to give give the original, you know, the originators the, the their uh, rematch. So I don't think so. I think it's going to be. Um, I forgot the girl's name. It's Tony Storm, and the other girl with the tank. Dana Brooke. Oh yeah. Oh, Tony Tony Storm's been wrestling. Uh, li, uh, live. Uh, live. Well, it can't be Liv Morgan because yeah. she's going to wrestle Carmella, which is yeah. a. Actually, I forgot about that match. So who's your, just real quick since I forgot about that Liv match. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan here too. That's my baby doll. <laughs> and I think Liv Morgan makes Carmella a few uh, ugly marks too. Yeah. I'm getting tired of the whole prettiest woman in WWE yeah. thing with Carmella. Does even. I mean, even. you're gorgeous, Carmella. You know it. You're hot. You're sexy. Yeah. You know, my wife's going to kick me in the ass for saying it. But you know what? <laughs> Get over yourself, Carmella. Yeah. Liv, kick her ass. Yeah, anyway, live. Come live. On, you're live, pretty baby. cute yourself. You're pretty hot too. If I wasn't married, I'd totally ask you out on a date. Anyway, um, there's only like 30 years younger than me though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, back to my uh, raw since I, I I flipped out there. Um, anyway, back to raw. So there's there's um, Bobby Lash. Actually, Big E does not have a match. The D- WWE Championship right now does not have a match for Extreme Rules. Yeah. I think we're going to see probably a match made between him and Bobby Lashley for Extreme Rules. It almost have to happen. I mean, you know, Bobby Lashley wants that rematch, you know, and and I I personally hope Bobby Lashley don't get don't uh, don't win. I think I think Big E is actually, you know, Bobby Lashley is bodybuilder muscle. Now Big this, E is power lifter muscle. So. Now, if I were WWE, this is what I do. You're talking about our 85% and yeah. our, our total ideas. I mentioned this in the last podcast that I don't think any WWE star has had more than two titles at one time. Right. So this is what I would do if I was a WWE writer and creator right now. I would set up a match not with Bobby Lashley and Big E. I would set up a match with Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, whoever wins, then, it, or I would have probably Brock Lesnar win, have him hold the title, then have him and Roman Reigns meet at Crown Jewel both with a title. Yeah. If well, you don't do that, if they're gonna if they're gonna get the brands, if they're gonna give up both just you know, both both brands and just make them one again. That would be an awesome match to see who becomes the un, undisputed champion of all time. You know. Yeah. Well, if they're gonna, if they are gonna think about getting rid of the brands again, I think we need to reduce some of the titles. Yeah. Uh, we need to go back down to one title for one champion yeah. for both shows. Then they'd have to title instead of having the universal title and the WWE champion. Yeah. Make it one undisputed title again. See, and, that, and you can keep like the Intercontinental Champion in the U.S. Championship, um, as and you could keep the tag team title. I would actually combine the tag teams, kind of like what they do with the women right now, yeah. too. And I have one tag team champion too. The, the way the, 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 that you know AEWs, they 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 they've made a big mistake. I think they got uh, Impact Wrestling, and they got. Uh, all I think all Japan new new Japan Pro Wrestling or something like that, and they and Moxley goes there and he's a champion there in that wrestling, and then you got uh, Christian he's in Impact and AEW, and so their wrestlers interact with uh, Impact Wrestling too. I'm like, 
man, they, 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 you know, their champion actually held all four, held three different titles, NWA and uh, Impact and AEW. I'm like, like if you're going to do it, just combine it all and just have one championship, <laughs> please. Well, I'll go back to my theory, and if I was created a writer, I'd either go one of two ways. I'd either go that way. Yeah. Or I would have one person hold all the titles. Yeah. So, like, let's say Roman Reigns has a universal title. He has the, the WWE Championship yeah. title. He has the Intercontinental Championship. Whatever, like, if he's on SmackDown, so he'd have Universal yeah. uh, and the Championship. And they've and done then that have before the titles. with the WCW and, and the WWE. Title. Right. Right. So, here's the thing: it has never been done before. It's not been written. You can't say it's been done, right? Because I, I looked back in history, and, and, and for sure, there's not been any WWE superstar that's ever held more than two titles at one time. No. As far as championships, can't even say that anybody's held three titles. So, the thing is, if WWE wants to do something completely different and completely out of the the box that they've been doing, you got to go down this road. Take it from me, the outlaw Michael Thompson, the fans would absolutely love it. I don't care really who you put the titles on, but let somebody have three titles or even four titles. Yeah. Like, I'm serious, like, have the Universal have, you know. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, Roman Reigns versus uh, Big E, and uh, whoever wins gets that brand's title, too. That's that'd be perfect. Right. That'd be awesome. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so they got it. So they're sitting there both. Holding up, the, he's they're holding up two titles at world championship, and they can actually say that they're <laughs> the best, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And then what I would do after that, whoever has those two titles, go after the universal yeah. or, or IC title or the um, United States yeah. title. Yeah, that'd be you cool. Know? Yeah. So here you you know you'd have three titles or even four titles, and you have to go on both brands to defend those yeah. titles. That you would be a lot talk of about, traveling, though. You want to talk about saying you're a champion? That would prove your yeah, champion. Yeah, that would I prove mean, your champion. Who else could say that you've had all four titles? And, yeah, and and, and 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 you can't take your cousins with you wherever you go, you know. So, so the other guys probably stay on their brand and defend their title, or maybe they're going to defend their title against somebody on Raw too, you know. Yeah, even if you don't do the like I said, even if you don't do Big E versus Brock Lesnar, yeah. Big, Big E against Bobby Lashley would be fine with me too. Yeah. If Big E retains, we could still go down that road you said. Oh, yeah, you know. or we could have Brock Lesnar versus uh, uh, Bobby Lashley for a chance at the world title. Now, that's a match that a lot of people have had, and that's actually a match that Bobby Lashley has asked for in the past, too, and Brock Lesnar has never accepted the match with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, you know what it might turn into? An MMA match. An MMA match. And I'd like to see that because, uh, what's his name, um... Uh, Ken Shamrock, he used to have a big old. Uh, they used to have a wrestling circle. They 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 used to like it was like a cage match. Right, octagon. Yeah, it's octagon. And they used to uh, bring it out and uh, he'd invite wrestlers in there and he'd, he'd he'd do cage matches like that with them. You know, so yeah, it would definitely be interesting to, to see that what we're talking about. Well, we're almost out of time here, Whispering Eagle, so I'm going to say, you guys become outlaws because you're wanted. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Yeah, and I'll try to get better so we can get out of here and be louder. So, y'all, 
Be loud, be proud. Well, our goal time. is when, when Whispering Eagle gets out of here, we're going to start doing some podcasts from some crazy places. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So yeah. I have a plan. <laughs> we're going to get more people talking. We're going to go some crazy places, get people I'll probably on have to buy me a new wheelchair because my wheelchair <laughs> just ain't worth a crap. But, but yeah, that'd be great, man. And I, and I hope to see you all soon. So, you all have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. You come out lost because you're wanted.